0: Hello, I'm Nat and you are listening to Creative Rambles with Dizzy Tortoise. Today I'm having an amazing guest joining me. Danielle Beck is here to tell us about her story and how to discover fulfilment with your art practice and business. Danielle Beck is a British artist inspired by the research evidence by the World Health Organization that proves art prevents a range of mental and physical health conditions Danielle raises awareness of mental health challenges and spreads the message of positivity and hope through her recent Snuggable Animal Artwork Collection and Art for Wellness podcast. In 2021, Danielle founded the Art for Wellness Academy and became an entrepreneur consultant to thousands of artists and creative business owners and helps them take back control over their time, income and future by creating the conditions to transform their creative practice into a thriving, sustainable, profitable and fulfilling lifestyle and career in a way that supports their values, talents and passions. Danielle is an inspirational speaker and empowers artists and creatives to unlock their fullest potential. Danielle was featured on the Be Ruthless podcast, Charlton Athletic Football Club, Under the Rainbow Events exhibition and Trendy Art Ideas. If you want to check out Danielle's work, you can find her at Danielle BeckArt on social media, or you can check out her website artforwellness.co.uk. We're going to talk a bit more about the exciting things Danielle is offering shortly, as she has some amazing free things to share with all of you today. So make sure you listen until the end to get access to those. So let's get started and hear from Danielle herself. Um, Danielle, why don't you tell us a bit more about your story
1: and how you've got to where you are? Hey, Natalie, thanks for having me on your podcast. Um, Yeah, it's a really great um, introduction by the way. So yeah, um, after suffering with, um, as you mentioned, you know, my mental health challenges, so that's sleep, hallucination, (laughs) psychosis, insomnia, anxiety, depression, I created my my snuggable art collection, as you mentioned, um, and it developed for me as this kind of like therapeutic and enjoyable coping mechanism and uh, as well as a platform to kind of raise awareness for mental health challenges um, and break the stigma for it. Um, as you say, I've ex- exhibited in the UK um doing commissions and I've got my shop. And you know, I've just been inspired by a lot of things um that I've kind of been through, you know, to to pursue something creatively I've had to manage my symptoms and I think it's just been a really great way to be able to do that and so yeah that's part of why I do what I do and you know like when I create art I feel like I've got the freedom to kind of do what I want when I want and how I want and I love that because you know it took me a while to get there but I feel like I'm at a place with my creative practice and business where I'm really happy doing what I'm doing and then you know like when I was starting out as an artist I, I knew I had this kind of like creative drive and passion and um, to to do art like as a career but I'd look at my art not kind of knowing if it was good enough like I'd be like oh no like I, I don't think it can go out yet it's not ready like I'm not ready to do it and I realized that I had a lot of mindset barriers and stuff that we all have them as artists don't we I'm sure you can relate yeah, to that <laughs> yeah and know it's difficult when you're when you're first starting out especially with um a business um as well as a creative practice like you you kind of compare yourself to other artists because they've got this cohesive style and you know you're sort of kind of like as much as you're inspired by them you're kind of doubting yourself um and that kind of made me lose my passion a bit at first but I like I said it was a bit of a rocky ride but I, I would kind of like I was I was affected by outside criticism as well and that doesn't help so I was kind of like on the fence about getting started with sharing my art selling my art and it just took a, like it took a long time for me to get there it was like I didn't really know what to do creatively I was I was exploring my style at first so I I've had like I've done projects from your human body animals fashion illustrations I've done sketches I've done paintings like I was really just trying to explore the mediums and see what I found I wanted to do and it took it took me so much time to do that probably like over 10 10 years it took for me to actually establish which materials I like to use the most (laughs) and I don't know like some people I would see like other artists and I'd be like oh but they they know what they're doing they've got a style they've got a way that they work and they love that and I'm like why don't I feel like that (laughs) um been through the exact same thing it's like and it wasn't like for me it
0: wasn't until you told me I had a style that I was like (laughs) oh my days I do have a style
1: yeah it's difficult to know isn't it as well when you're looking at your own work where you see it so so often like you're not sure like it's it's only when you take a step back or you get an outside opinion where you realize like yeah it's, it's interesting but um like I said I switched from kind of fashion illustrations portraiture and um, then from acrylic paint to colour pencils and then I discovered pastels and I was like oh my god they're my (laughs) favourite and that's where it really um that's where I felt like it was a bit more like a breath of fresh air for me rather than it being a bit like uninspired and um from there that like you know it just kicked off really um Yeah, and I realised that you don't really have to get yourself down about your artwork. It's just a case of you have to um, commit to showing up in your art practice and explore these things and, you know, be patient with yourself because I was getting frustrated and you don't don't have to get frustrated. You can just explore it and enjoy the process.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So I know you're big on creating fulfilment, not just in your art practice, but in your business as well. So what advice do you have for
1: other artists and business owners that are struggling with that? That's a really great question. Um, So exploration, as I've said, as an artist is something that can be intimidating if you just let it be. And so I think it's part of part of the way that you develop as an artist and a creative business owner is working with your mindset working with your fears like what is holding you back figuring out what is holding you back and identifying that and you know what you don't have to know what you enjoy yet like it's, it's part of the journey to be exploring your passions at this stage and that's what I did like when I discovered pastels but what it boils down to in so many ways is your mindset and it's about approaching things being open-minded and you know like if you've been putting off selling art if you've been putting off creating art because you feel like it's boring or difficult or you feel like there's not enough time or money or energy like and that your skills are not good enough like you really don't have to get yourself down about it like it's like you, you have this sense of you can ask yourself a question and decide what you want to do moving forward so you know you just literally ask yourself what makes you feel alive in your creative practice? What is it that is gonna get you through the hard times? And how can you make it in a way so that you profit from that? Like doing a passion that you really love. The last thing that you want is to feel unfulfilled from your business or your creative practice. And I think that comes about through, like I say, exploration, figuring out what you what lights you up truly, not just on the surface, like, oh, this is really cool like what actually really keeps you going and sustains you isn't nice you know if you think that there's creative content within you that needs to be creative created and shared then you are right it's usually like you can feel it in your like your like your body your mind your soul can't you like what you want to do and it's not all often by choice that we do these things it's kind of we we fall into it (laughs) sometimes um yeah so all you have to do is start and I mean otherwise you're just treading water and you get more tired and more tired and you'll eventually give up so you know if you can if you see yourself with um, a message to share or a story or you know an impact that you want to make or a contribution then make a note of that and consider that as something that you might want to be doing moving forward it's not so much about what others are doing and being part of like um what other people are doing as well. It's it's more so much like focusing on that inner design in and inner drive. Like what's the feelings that you are having and take it as a sign as to what you should be doing. Like like I say, it's never too early to or late to start and you you above anyone else knows you the most but you can also be the biggest barrier in the way that you are moving forward with your business. So that's probably my biggest piece of advice is to make the decisions that um, aligns with what you want to do and you know you have the ability to decide it's I always say this people who are trying to get out of their corporate role what got you in the corporate role in the first place you made a decision to be there what was it that was holding you back from um, doing something that you actually want to pursue and that's like a huge thing because when I was in the corporate role I ha- like I really did not like I was undervalued o- underpaid overworked I've chose to put myself there in that situation I didn't have to do that but it is part of part part and parcel of it is yeah you need to build the the confidence you need to build the um the knowledge to be able to step into a into a new area and focus so obviously it took me a while to get started I had to have mentors myself when it come to starting a business because how do I even do that I didn't know how to do that so of course it's about seeking the help you need and acknowledging that there are other people there to support you but they can get you to the start line and you can get you to the finish line. I think those are some great tips
0: and (laughs) one of the things like I've really taken like from you and especially the program that you've created which is absolutely amazing is that you know by doing something that fulfills you and lights you up like the side of things that I've always struggled with to be honest is like marketing
1: my business
0: because that side of things if I'm honest did not fulfill me at one point until you started talking to me and telling me how you can find fulfillment through that whole process by doing things that you like to market your work which I thought was a really interesting
1: concept absolutely like I mean it's part of becoming fulfilled in what you're doing like I say is about implementing things that Um, align with what you're doing so say you have a business um like for my example was I enjoyed fashion illustration but I didn't feel like it was what I truly wanted to do even though others would say to me oh it's really great I want you to do this for me like commission work I was like "Mm, but do I want to be doing that like truly and now I thought actually I I get to call the shots in what I'm doing and the way that I became became marketing um around that was it's about understanding your values, your personality, your stories, and how that aligns with an audience. And it's kind of about um, building relationships, finding common ground, and being able to connect with people at a deeper level. And that's like, it's, it's like no like trust factor. That's foundational to any business, whether it's creative or not. Or not, yeah. That's great.
0: So um, if you could give one tip to artists or other creatives that really want to start a creative business, what would it be?
1: Oh, that's a good question. There's, I have a lot of tips. <laughs> um, so definitely work on your mindset. And that is just my biggest one. I mean, if you're planning to take the leap into starting it and building a business, that's absolutely great. I'm so happy for you and um, consider you know your finances and what's realistic so obviously if you're hoping obviously money isn't the biggest driver this is the thing like if you're doing something that fulfills you that really lights you up with purpose with vision money's secondary it's just something that sustains you as a as a artist it's something that it's great to be able to profit from your passion and be able to show up to the world in a way so that being said if you set yourself financial goals. So my biggest mistake when I was starting was I lost money at first. And also I didn't really consider how my time works with the money. So say you create commissioned artwork. It takes a week to create one. So you can only create four commissions a month. And you'd like say you're charging like a hundred pound for each commission. That is not gonna be enough money to sustain you for the month you have to consider the wider business strategy. So plan out how your income is gonna support you in a way that lights you up and that is realistic. So like if you're charging hundred pounds, that's not gonna be enough for a commission. You could charge hundred pounds for a print. Say you could charge a lot more for a commission like somewhere between 500 and a thousand. And that is more likely to keep you going at first. And then as you build that credibility through gaining publicity and visibility you can increase your prices and it was so like at first I was literally losing money from not having that figured out and it's just like a huge mistake but that a lot of a lot of artists do make it as well so um yeah that's probably the biggest tip to get started
0: <laughs> thank you that's that's amazing um I think a lot of the time we do forget about money like I've I've been there and I've lost money from from what I do um but it's it's definitely a good is it's a learning curve and it's it's a great tip to start out with um Absolutely. so before we close out you've got some amazing things coming up in your business at the moment and you've got a really exciting free offering do you want to tell
1: everybody about that and how they can access it oh sure yeah this is really exciting um so like Matt said um it's it's a free resource for you all to, that you can use um, and it's. I'm hosting a free entrepreneur Kickstarter, a 10 day live art business bootcamp. So don't worry, there's no exercise involved. <laughs> you get to learn and you have my guidance on how to create and grow an art business so you can get consistent sales, gain publicity. And it's going to start officially in September, but the pre-challenge boot camp is going on. So I'll be in, doing lives and stuff in that group. And so if you want to join, like I say, it's all free. It's hosted on Facebook groups. And when you join, you get kind of like a chance to win exciting prizes and giveaways and scholarships um, to my entrepreneurial program. So if you want to join, I'll tell you the address. It's www.artforwellness.co.uk forward slash boot Um, yeah so
0: it's going to be really exciting (laughs) that's great I'm really looking forward to it I'm going to be there I'm taking part so um, it'd be great to see some more people yeah so all the links that we spoke about are going to go into the show notes so if you can't remember them you can click on the links in there thank you so much for joining me today Danielle and thank you for listening everyone you are absolutely amazing go do something creative and have a great day